Why are they doing this? They said when you got here, the whole thing started. I think you're the cause of all this. I think you're evil. Ava! They're coming to get you, Barbara. Monsters, John. Monsters from the it. A the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. You don't know what that is. This thing doesn't want to show itself. It wants to hide inside an imitation. Messenger of God. You do We can stay here. God is dead! He is dead! He is dead! He's alive! He's again to Dark Discussions, your place for the discussion of horror film, fiction, and all that's fantastic. I am one of your co-hosts, I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire, in the U.S. of A., and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing all right. I, I, I was sick uh, earlier today, and, and I couldn't go into work, but around four Five, I started feeling a little better. So that, that was good. Uh, my wife That's was sick too. Yeah, yeah, but she's still under the weather. Um, also, uh, before we continue, uh, make sure you get that wiki ready. It's um, ready. All right. And also from the province of Alberta, Canada. Hey, everybody. It's Sean. Hope you're doing well. Sean, how are you? Uh, not too bad. Uh, one of those crazy days, right? <laughs> Fair enough. There you go. Uh, all right. So uh, we usually have a other co-host, uh, co-host Mike and co-host Eric. Uh, co-host Mike uh, could not attend because uh, the school year just started and um, he had a special event that he had to participate in at the high school that he works. Uh, he's a biology teacher or a science teacher, if you prefer. And um, 
in high school there, and he uh, has to work the football game. He's one of the teachers that I think is working the the recession stand. So there's a there's a football game there, and then our co-host Eric. Um, didn't uh, really give a reason why he couldn't make it, but uh, sometimes life gets in in the way, I guess. Um, but no worries. Uh, who are we? Uh, so we are Dark Discussions News Network. Or this is the Dark Discussions Podcast, the flagship podcast of the network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com, the website for the network and all the podcasts that we do on the network. Uh, we do uh, horror, sci-fi, fantasy thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grindhouse, outhouse, midnight movies, foreign language films, cult films, drive-in fear, and the like. Basically, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. Uh, we also have an email, darkdiscussions at AOL.com. And if you email us, please put in the subject D. DDP, and then whatever the so- you want to put else put in the subject, but DDP, so we can search for DDP in our email inbox because we get hundreds of emails daily from uh, companies that want to uh, have us see their screeners and read their books and all these other things that are all horror-related. And so uh, listener email gets mixed in, and sometimes it gets lost. And if we just search for dark discussions or something like that, uh, it, will, it won't pop up because it'll bring up dozens of other emails directly related to us. Um, never mind. Um, uh, the fact that uh, DDP will... will automatically pop up and we'll see that it's us. There's an email for this podcast and write whatever you want and we will read your email on the podcast. We also have a Facebook group which is Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group where you can join in the discussion. Uh, basically you can uh, put up any topic uh, genre related or pop culture related and uh, join in the conversation that other people have brought up or um, start your own topic, as, as just mentioned. Uh, also, on www.darkdiscussions.com, the website, uh, what else do we have there, uh, Sean? So you can click on the link for Patreon, which is the way that people can support different creators. Uh, it'll take you to Patreon, and for... Oh, sorry, my thing is cutting out here. Uh, so basically what happens is it's a way for you to financially support people. Um, the Dark Discussions podcasts are all released free to everyone, but there's a ton of expenses that are behind the scenes. So if you're able to financially support the, the podcast at all, even if it's a dollar a month, that helps to keep everything going. Uh, for every $5 that you're able to donate each month, uh, you can actually put in your, a movie that you would like to get reviewed into a draw, and then every quarter uh, there will be a movie that's picked, and then it's either done as a review on the Dark Discussions main feed or one of the sister podcasts, depending on where it falls genre-wise. Um, if you're not able to support us financially with how times are, understood, but if you could do anything, even just sharing podcasts and information on social media helps us. And again, just the fact you're supporting, you're listening to us, means a lot, and we appreciate that. So thank you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, Sean made, made a good point about a dollar a day, as co-host Mike has in the past, too, which is uh, think of uh, if you're a, a listener often, uh, basically listen to us all the time, think of how $1 a month, uh, which is, what, $12 a year, uh, that's cheaper than a movie ticket and and that's that's a, a pretty good deal um again you, you get it free anyway but if you, if you did want to help uh entertainment 
uh, podcast that you enjoy, which is us, um, you know, 12 bucks a month, I mean, 12 bucks a year, uh, is greatly uh, appreciated and helpful because, for example, you know, if, if for every person that did that, we would be able to uh, literally pay off the entire um, uh, service fees for storing the podcast, the website, and we could also even um, get extra money uh, that we could use to uh, hire uh, writers, because it's been very difficult to get people to just donate their time to write articles for the website, because uh, you know to even just fatten up their resume, uh, people still you know want something, and, and again, it's, it's kind of difficult uh, as well. Uh, we could also buy prizes and have um, um, contests. We could we could even uh, um, do something more related to our meetup, where we could even you know fly folks in or or, or, or help people. Um, that need money to, to uh, pay to, to expenses. So anything, uh, you know, a buck a month uh, is is technically nothing for something that's free anyway. But um, if you listen to it all the time, um, um, why not uh, help out? Uh, but again, we we don't expect anything, and it's all good. Uh, we, we just like folks listening. We we got a lot of downloads, which is great. Um, and um, and any way you can participate is great. Um, I'm sure we all can say that we're guilty too of not um, letting or radio stations or or actors and actresses that we're fans of know that we're even out here. They just care about us because they see numbers, and that's all we have is see numbers. So we understand. Uh, and, again, times are, are tough uh, financially. Uh, also, um, today, today is September 14th, 2023. Uh, that's the day that we're recording this, uh, this episode. If everything goes okay technically where there won't have to be any editing it will be released almost immediately so uh tomorrow um uh the episode uh date is for one of our listeners pam or anybody else who's out there that is always curious when we record our episodes because sometimes these episodes are not released immediately after they're recorded for example the innocence a norwegian film we recorded that episode late last year, and we didn't release it until June or July or something like that this year. Um, because sometimes we want extra episodes in the queue because uh, there's a chance that, you know, we go on vacations and whatever, but we still can uh, schedule episodes to be released while we're away because uh, the software that we use, fortunately, um, allows us to do that. But, of course, the software costs money, and that's where we get the Patreon help. Um, all right, so that's pretty much that. Uh, if we do have time at the end of the episode, we will uh, talk about what we've been watching, maybe some news, things of that nature. Um, that's actually a, an idea that we've been thinking of once in a while, maybe to do as a Halloween boutique psychotronic review where we go out, get about 20 uh, sentence topics, and then bring each one up and talk about them, whether it's a new release coming out or watching a trailer or, or something of that nature. Um, so, but we, at the end of this episode, if we have time, we will uh, just say what we've been watching that may interest listeners to this type of podcast. All right, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, that's the house cleaning. So we can get into our topic tonight. So, uh, Sean, why don't you let everybody know what we're going to discuss tonight? Uh, you didn't let me know. I thought it was Barrett who was controlling that. No, Barrett is doing the wiki. Oh. I'm just asking the name of the film. Uh, the movie is Influer, Influencer. All right, so let's listen to the trailer. Sorry about that. 
Traveling is all about experiencing new things. You're in one of the most beautiful places in the world. What could possibly be wrong with that? My boyfriend and I planned this trip together. And at the last minute, he bailed. You can come crash with me. I'll show you. I couldn't put you hey. up. It's going to be fine. Change of plans. I made a new friend. Looks like I'll be staying here for a while longer. We're going to explore the country. I just realized I haven't been in front of a fire in like a decade. You probably brought me all this way to kill me in the middle of the ocean. No one can hear you scream. Everything is so much better now that I've decided to stay. And I have some ideas for what we should do tomorrow. I actually have a surprise for you. Everything is so much better now that I've decided to stay. Since when are you suddenly shy? Just don't like being on camera. So someone else is pretending to be you the whole time. Hello? Everything is so much better now that I've decided to stay. No, I'm not going to kill you. Well, that is disappointing. All right, so that's the trailer. Yeah, yeah, that that wasn't any prep at all. You just need to know the, the name of the film. That's what we were talking about. So I put him on the spot, and you were thinking I was asking for the wiki. Yeah, but no, I'm not asking for the wiki. We do that later, and that's for Barrett to do. So, uh, so influencer. Uh, yes, this is a Canadian production. Um, it, it, but of course, they pretend everybody is is Americans. Um, and of course, now, is it a 2022 film? Well, that's the thing. That's what I was wondering. No, no, no. This is how we do it here on the Dark Discussions uh, movie podcast. What we do is if the film is released at festivals, meaning no one can see it except for people that go to these festivals, that's not the official release date of the movie for us when we consider its release date. We consider the release date when it goes live to – the United States, at, at, at least, or, or in Canada, too, because that's where Sean lives. So, for example, this movie here came out October 16, 2022, uh, at the Brooklyn Horror Film Festival, but it did not get its its uh, main release until this year, meaning uh, just about a couple of months ago, uh, and that happened to be on Shutter, and also you can now uh, rent it pretty much anywhere, I believe, as well. Uh, so, you got that right, Barrett? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, that's an old thing from way back when we were doing our first top ten list or top twenty list for the horror and dark discussions podcast. Um, we I wanted people to be clear because it, you know, if you look at it, it does say twenty twenty two. So I yeah, it was yeah. good to bring it up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, a lot, a lot of films do that uh, because again, they they have one or two or four or seven showings to like a hundred people, and that's it because they do the festivals and then they're picked up or then they're fully released later. So yeah. Um, all right, so the film. Uh, so this film uh, has a handful of 
stars, uh, not as many as you would think, uh, but it has these folks. Uh, Emily Tennant plays Madison. Cassandra Nod plays CW. Sarah Canning plays Jessica. Rory J. Saper uh, plays Ryan. And those are probably the, the four main leads. Uh, there's another handful of other folk, but uh, um, their their presence is, is fairly short. Uh, the film is directed by Curtis David Harder. And it was co-written by him and Tesh Gudakonda. Uh The film is a 92-minute film. Uh, as mentioned, it originally did uh, festival circuits in 2022, but then became a uh, wide stream release uh, a couple of months ago uh, through VOD and the television network Shudder. Um, the film is getting uh, decent reviews uh, out of 49 critics. It's getting... Uh, 92% based off of uh, that website, if that matters to you. Uh, that was uh, as of today, which, once again, is September 14th, 2023. Um, now, Influencer, uh, which is kind of funny that you brought that up, Barrett, because Wiki says 2022 because of the Brooklyn uh, film Festival, but if you go to Rotten Tomatoes, it's listed as a 2023 film. So Yeah, uh, IMDb well, says 2022 as well. Uh, okay, so yeah, see, so, yeah, because it, here it is, May 26, 2023 was the day that it was released to everybody. Um, so that's why Rotten Tomatoes considers it that. Um, the film uh, is also getting uh, 72% from audiences, uh, so a little lower, but generally... Uh, whether it's critics or audiences, people seem to like it for whatever uh, reviews matter to you. Again, we're going to give our reviews as well, so maybe that will uh, be something too. Uh, I follow my handful of reviewers every so often, or I used to. I don't really do much too much anymore. Uh, but back in the day, I did it all the time. Um, all right, so uh, we get into uh, how we heard about this film and what we felt about the film. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll begin um, so, um, yeah, I'm beginning because I, I was the one that, that actually suggested it as a topic. Um, I, uh, knew we were recording, uh, last week and, uh, there hadn't been any note of, uh, or discussion of upcoming films. Mike, co-host Mike, who's not with us tonight, generally likes to say, oh, these 20 films are coming out to theaters or VOD. Uh, we should start, you know, making an eye to watch to see when they pop up. Uh, but we hadn't had that for a while, so uh, I decided to go early on um, Thursday morning to just start looking for films, and uh, there was a handful I found, um, and this was one of them. Uh, so I just threw it out and suggested it, and we just happened to be locked out that, at least in the United States, it's free on Shutter. I believe uh, in Canada uh, it's just rental. Um, but if you don't have Shutter, then you have to just rent it as well. Uh, so, uh, yes, yeah, so I watched it uh, today. I was going to watch it early in the morning before work, but since I became very ill overnight um, and didn't go to back to bed, so I was up all uh, from 1.30 to whenever, uh, I was able to uh, watch it uh, later this afternoon because of um, I, I took the day off from work because there's no way I was going to be able to go to work. Um, and so I watched it this afternoon. Uh, and so my thoughts on the film um, – uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty good film. Um, it's a strange film. Uh, it's 
I, again, you know, we, sometimes like Follow Her was another one that had social influences, and we did a review on that. Uh, and that one actually had more of a reason of why things were happening by the end of the film. This one here, uh, the individual that's the villain is really just a plain sociopathic monster. So there's really no motivation, you know, total quest to be fucker, uh, no motivation at all. I, I feel except for cluster B issues. And, uh, I'm sure we'll get into some of the behavioral health issues that may cause this individual to be, uh, a scumbag. Um, it says a little bit about social media influences too, but not really. I didn't, I didn't feel it was bashing social influences uh, as much as they um, follow me or follow her was that film from a couple of months ago. Um, so, uh, and that's fine I, I, because I didn't really find any of the, the characters that were, were not the villains annoying. Um, so, uh, but I'm sure that, you know, if you really dug deep, you could find some things if you really wanted to. But just as a thriller or interesting horror, uh, serial killer type movie, um, it's pretty solid. Um, I, I, I guess I would recommend it. Um, we'll get into um, some of the flaws and some of the positives as we get into the review. So uh, that's my thoughts. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty decent film. Um, I know it's getting really good reviews. I don't know that it matches up to the reviews it's getting, but it's pretty good. Um, I wasn't really bored. Um, the cinematography is great. I think the acting is just fine. Um, and it's pretty standard type of psychopath movie. So it, it hits all the right notes. So it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, sounds good. Yeah, I, I, I like your point too, uh, because yeah, if you, if you, I think the audience score may fit fit it a little better at seventy two percent than the the critical totally score. Totally agree. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, and let's go with you, Sean. Uh, yeah. So I was not aware of this movie prior to you suggesting it. Uh, as, like you guys, I think it was a fine movie. I don't have any complaints about it. It certainly wasn't the worst movie I've watched in a while. So um, I think it doesn't really break new ground in regards to the thriller. Um, there are some kind of tech aspects that I guess could be kind of interesting. We'll get into that when we do the spoiler stuff. But, um, you know, the cast I think was fine. The cinematography was done very nicely. And it didn't seem like it was an overbearing or a dull watch. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um... All right, uh, so uh, that's pretty much our reviews of the film. Um, we can get into uh, the next thing, which is basically what is it about. So, uh, uh, Barrett, what do we got for the wiki? Wiki, 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 wiki. While struggling on a solo backpacking trip in Thailand, social media influencer Madison meets CW, who travels with ease and shows her a more uninhibited way of living. CW's interest in her takes a darker turn. All right, so uh, a couple of things about that. Um, I wouldn't really call it a backpacking thing, but whatever. No. <laughs> um, it's a very richy backpacking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stay yeah. at a resort 
back then. No, she's she's <laughs> yeah. in a resort and they yeah. motorcycle around because that's the best way to go around there. But yeah, it's not. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is this any, yeah, this ain't backpacking at all. Um, also, the other thing that I thought was interesting about the film, based off of that wiki or IMDb or Rotten Tomato, whatever you want to call it, um, was that there really isn't any people from Thailand in the film. It's, it's really bizarre. I, I I thought that was like the weirdest and most obnoxious thing about the film. It's like, where are all the locals? Um, and then, you see them once in a while, but they're just like, they're they're like filler. Right, because I thought this yeah. was going to be, oh, this is going to be cool, because they're, they're not just going to just go, you know, see a nice, beautiful resort place to go, but I thought they were going to, you know, mix with the, the local culture, and, and that could have made a nice little interesting aspect to the film, too, but they didn't do that. No, I think that was the intent, actually, was to show how, they don't even notice the locals. They're there. Yeah, because they're for, so rich. They're so rich. Right. They don't need to be bothered with that kind of stuff. They're, they're just uh, superfluous to everything like they're with, doing. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, but no, but, but yeah, it just felt like no, they're so detached. No, no, but that's that's fine. I, I don't really think that's a big thing problem because you know when I, I wherever when I go to a foreign country and I haven't not gone to many. Um, obviously, the people I'm hanging out with are my family, and but. There's there's locals all over the place, and you know you interact with them. I mean, mm-hmm. not friends with them because you're not. I'm not friends with people I meet randomly at stores in the U.S. Never mind uh, over there. So it's not like you're gonna be friends with them, but they're there. Here they're they're just not there, and it's just weird. I well, they're there. They're like I said, they're just in the background. No, no, like yeah, they drive the taxis. In the background. They drive the taxis. They're behind the desks. No, no, no. But I don't. I don't mean. It. I'm, I'm just trying to say that, like, even in films where that. Don't that that any film, just name any film where someone gets in a cab or someone uh checks into a hotel or something. They have characters that are playing those those roles. Here they don't even have those characters. You know, they don't even even if it's only for like ten seconds, the guy checking you know, bringing the, the door man or or the cabbie or the waitress. They they, they just don't exist. It's weird. I think All that's I the intent. Oh. Sorry. I do think all that's right. the well, we'll have, to, we'll have to explain that after. I, I, I didn't get it at all because, you know, we, we've seen plenty of films where there's, you know, people at these fancy resorts and there's always the random people that are there for 10 seconds. Yeah, they're, they're, well, that's what I'm saying. They're there. They just aren't – you hardly ever hear them talking. They're just that, superfluous. Yeah, it's just it's just strange. It was just weird. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm going too much on it. And then the last thing too was uh, I was surprised to find out who the villain was based off of that wiki because you think uh, attractive woman in a bad place is going to be, um, you know, these strange people that are going to bother her are going to be either locals or expats or just some <laughs> other random tourist. But you were going to think it was going to be a man. And here, CW, we find out, is actually a woman. I would um, contend that there are two villains in this. Well, I, I think you're not, not right, but I, I'll tell you why when we get to that. Because I Only because the other villain dies. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't know if he's – I don't know if that person is really a villain at all um, because we'll, – we'll, we'll get into it. But um, – Either way, uh, what we do here on uh, the Dark Discussions podcast is basically we review the film as as we we just did, but we also critique and dissect 
the film. Um, so we get into spoilers and, and real deep details and twists and all that because we try to dissect and critique what the writers, directors, the producers, and whatnot are trying to say. Is there hidden messages uh, as 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 um, the for example, myself versus uh, you two folk um, felt the, the lack of the Thai people were, were for different reasons. I just thought it was sloppy, and you guys think maybe it was intentional. Um, also, it, it, well, one character, is there two villains or really only one? Uh, I, I only saw one villain from the start to the beginning, um, and but obviously you didn't. So, so there's going to be a lot of discussions. We're going to talk about those and dissect those things. Um, I think actually there's going to be a lot more disagreement um, and discussion on some of the aspects of the film that I uh, – that I was expecting, but that will make it more interesting of a uh, topic to go with. But what we do is we throw up a spoiler when we do get into the spoiler section. However, before we do that, we can talk about general stuff. So we could talk about social influencers, for example, or we could talk about Canadian filmmakers, or we could talk about um, uh, any, anything that's that's like related to the film that – you know, you know, people in foreign lands or whatever that isn't spoilery, but still topical to the subject. Uh, so that's where we're going to go first. We're going to we're going to talk about the non-spoilery stuff that are topical to the film itself. Uh, so where, where do we want to start? Um, well, well, actually, let's just start and explain what happened. So there's this woman named Madison um, who is a social influencer who happens to be in Thailand. And she um, is one of those folks that are, you know, really attractive woman. And also because of her um, charisma and beauty, she's able to uh, get sponsors. Uh, and so, like, a lot of Instagram models or TikTokers or whoever else, you find um, these women uh, that go to, like, the Maldives or – uh, Aruba or wherever, and they promote themselves, but they also get free stuff and even paid by, say, a resort that they want them to promote. So if uh, a woman on Instagram has 800,000 people that follow her, she can get deals from uh, resorts, she can get deals from beauty products, she can get deals from energy drinks, um, they should get deals for all these things and get paid uh, while also uh, living a, a life of uh, – it's kind of pretty cool, actually, when you think about it. Um, so that's pretty much the setup. Um, now, there, there's some interesting things about that setup, too, because we see her in a resort um, and not necessarily happy, but I don't think it's because of the resort – or the location, or any of that. It happens to do with the fact that um, she and her boyfriend are, are, have been fighting, and the boyfriend had supposed to have come. Um, now, I want to ask you the, this. I'll start. I'll start. So my thing is, I don't think it is smart for any <laughs> young woman. I was going to say the exact same thing. Well, I'm, I'll just say this. I want to start even lower than lower the bar, dude. I don't think it's smart for any young woman. Person. To, to well, woman specifically, to even go jogging alone in the woods. Never mind, or or some. Never some, mind in Thailand. Yeah, well, that's the thing because because I remember two years ago when we went, we did Mystic. Um, I there's this really cool area 
uh, between Mystic and Ledyard, where I was staying. And it's a beautiful area with, like, a, a, a lake that is uh, unpopulated because they use it as a reservoir and stuff. So it's a park-type area. And me and Abe who uh, was on this podcast at the, uh, at the time he had to take a break because he has works nights now. Um, he and I saw this woman, really good looking woman in a crop top and whatever, jogging alone in the middle of nowhere. And we both looked at each other and go, that's not smart. You know, and, and it's true because you hear these horrible stories like that woman, poor woman in Maryland that uh, jogged the, the, um, the bike path and she was murdered just like, what, three weeks ago? And it was just a random psycho rapist type guy and so it's it's just weird well, so so go on yeah Barrett. I, yeah. I, I began i explained it. so you, you you guys take it up take it i want to say one thing about that it would be great if people could do things by themselves run in the woods whatever without danger you know that would be a perfect world but we don't live in a perfect world and people need to realize that and not put themselves in danger um, I, and and I, one of my points about this movie in particular is you don't go with a stranger anywhere alone. Right. <laughs> you know, even if they're the same gender. Public. Yeah. 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 I, I would concur. And I wanted to bring another aspect because I don't want people to think that, oh, Phil, uh, you're, 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 I'm a woman. I'm listening to your podcast and you're saying, saying, you know, I can't do these things. And I said, no, it's not what I'm talking about. But there was this thing when I was a kid, I was like 24 and my first real job, and this other woman um, was there with me. We had to work wicked late, and she was like 31. And um, she comes into my office and she says, "Hey, Phil, before you leave, uh, could you walk me down to her car, your car?" And I'm, I'm like confused, you know. I was like, "What? Why?" But yeah, I go, "Yeah, sure, yeah, whatever. You know, we're, we're good friends." Um, and this was like at like nine o'clock at night. And so as we're walk, going down the elevator, whatever, I ask her, well, um, um, what, what, "What's the deal about me having to go with you?" And she goes, "Well, put it this way: nine o'clock at night in, in a parking lot that's empty with no one around." And I go, "Okay, you don't have to explain anything else to me. I, I get what you're saying." So. That has always struck me and has stuck with me ever since. And that was when I was like 24, and that's what so you know we're talking decades ago. And and so that that was just to go to her car at her job. Um, at, you know that's right outside the building. You know, and so it, it's it is kind of frightening. And like you said, Brad, I love your word there, which was it's not a perfect world. Yeah. John, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on all this? Uh, yeah, I think it doesn't matter the gender at this point in time. You exactly. can be murdered. Um, so it, it is interesting, though, that people still, I don't know if it's just an obliviousness or a an invincibility factor that they think they have, but there is a lot of bad stuff that happens. So why would you put yourself more... Not that I'm not saying that the victim shouldn't be blamed for what being attacked. Right, but that was you my point. You have too. to be aware <laughs> that if you're going to go to sketchy places or sketchy areas, that or, or, you're or just going to unfamiliar places, problems, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't even have to be sketchy. Yeah, that, the, the, that bike trail that woman was murdered on was not sketchy, 
right? Yeah. I, I mean, you, you just you just don't know anymore. You just well, I mean, and the predators are going to the predators yeah. are going to go to the best places to go to. It doesn't mean that they've yes. ever been gone to before, so they could be completely safe. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, and it was that other one, uh, the woman, in, I think it was Nashville. Um, or or Memphis. It was one of those, one of the or Knoxville. It was one. It was some big city in, in Tennessee that was jogging at like five thirty in the morning, and she did it pretty much every day. And then one day, some guy drove by and just pulled up next to her, took her away, and she's murdered and dead. You know, it's like holy shit. I you mean, know? there's people that are working in stores by themselves that have been murdered and disappeared. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it doesn't even have to be you running around out outside. It's if. There's an unsafe situation. Anything could happen, and adding and, and, extra and, and, danger is not a good idea. And it can be, and it could be a place that you're familiar with, not like going yeah. to a different country. It could be right. just the store down the road, and you happen to work there, or you know, at eleven at night, and no one else is there, or or it could be you just going, hey, I'm hu- I'm hungry. I want to go get a snack at at ten at night at the, the gas station, and you know, anything. It's, you just don't know. It's nuts. Well, and in a foreign country, you know, you see, like, this reminds me of Infinity Pool, where he couldn't find his passport. This is the same situation. Her passport's stolen and missing. And so she can't leave. She's got, you know, it's going to take time to get a new one. Yep. Um, and then she trusts this girl, so she doesn't think about going to the embassy and stuff like that. So it's there's just so many ways when you're out of the country that bad things could happen if you're not careful. Right, right, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was strange how she has no passport and she just trusts trust this random woman. That yeah, but we'll get into the, the that spoilery stuff after um, soon enough. Uh, now, what else do we want to talk about that's non spoiler that's generic to the film and the topic and stuff? Uh, so social media, right, influences. Um, uh, I, I felt the film was fair. With them, I didn't think it was. Yeah. It was. It was negative. And and I read a review after, which is the individual, the the villain, whatever their reason, and let's say it was because they don't like uh, influencers for whatever reason. The the reviewer said a great point, which is they're here to stay. Influences. In other words, when one quits or retires, there's going to be another because. People can do it now. I mean, technically, we're doing basically the same thing as the influencers are. We're, we're, you know, 10, 20 years ago, we couldn't make a podcast or, or do any of this. Uh, we, we wouldn't even possibly met if, if we didn't have social media. So we are influencers. We're, getting, yeah. we're reviewing movies, and that, that's right. we're, we're trying to put our thoughts out there, and that influences people. Right, right. So if, if these women who some part people argue um, are – self-exploiting themselves in a way. Um, you, you know, I mean, I know people were, were, were busting, I think her name's Olivia Dunn, maybe, the the the, um, the gymnast in college that's making uh, millions of dollars. And, you know, obviously part of her her appeal is, is she's a very attractive woman. And so she's made millions and millions. She's like one of the highest paid college athletes in the world. Um but you know, okay, she was born good looking, so she can use it, and she yeah, <laughs> hey, more power yeah. to her. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm not too offended. Uh, obviously, you know, there's the, the joke like how 
they want to be, you know, some people want to have their cake and eat it too in the sense that, oh, you're sexualizing me and objectifying me, yet they're objectifying themselves, some of these women, and it's like, which they have a right to. So it, it's it's a little weird, the whole Hey, we have a we have a politician down here who was using some site to. Oh do, my god, that was weird, dude. Yeah, sex yeah. stuff. So I mean, it's. I don't care that people are making money whatever way they want to, you know, as long as it doesn't affect me. Right, right. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean I, I want them to represent me in Congress, but but. Right. But, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I, but I know what you mean. I mean. Yeah, if they, you know, they do what they want to do. It wouldn't be my lifestyle choice, but, but. Uh, and again, that's facts. That's versus versus, you know, just being photographed in a bikini and holding up a sports drink in right. the Maldives, in the Maldives and, say, and, and saying, thanks for following me. You know, that's, that's a much different thing. Um, all right. What about you, Show? What do you got to add? Uh, just random stuff related to the film. What, or so your opinion on social influencing and whatever. Oh, I mean, social influencing can be all kinds of stuff, right? I mean, it's annoying for sure. Right? But, it can be annoying, but I mean, it's a, something that wasn't available to us when we were that age, which it seems yeah. to be now. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's again, it's a part of it is like a, a generational disconnect, I think, that happens because yeah. it wasn't something that we were aware of or understood or whatever. So, yeah. it can be a little bit like, eh, not so much about it. Um, yeah. The one thing I was going to say that's like an aside that was uh, kind of cool is the the actress who plays CW is actually from a town that's about just over four hours northeast of me, mm-hmm. so kind of cool to have that. Um, and then she just well, yeah, well, well, where where me and Barrett live, we have people that are in the movies that uh, grew up four hours from us all the time. Because we, we're, we have 400, 300 million people here versus whatever you have. Anyway, I just try yes, to. Yes, we're not in the hinterland. Yeah, yeah. I, I live four hours from New York City, and everybody everybody that's famous is from New York City. So there you go. Anyways, <laughs> Frank Sinatra only grew up four hours away from me, you know. Yeah. Oh, bum, well, bum. good night, everybody. <laughs> but anyway, uh, for someone that lives in the middle of nowhere, that that is kind of cool. I would as- I assume. So yeah, she she grew up near you. Actually, uh, um, the girl that plays Jessica grew up in Newfoundland, Canada. So she's is, by on the east coast, yeah. And then and then Emily Tennant grew up in Vancouver. So so on the west coast. So yeah. So the whole the whole production's Canadians. Um, they, but they all pretend they're from like California and stuff. It's kind of funny. Um, so I have something that I thought was pretty cool. It's not spoiler related. I thought there was one scene that I really liked where the, the villain is out on the deck of this really nice resort room or suite that the original person was staying at and looking out, there's the infinity pool and then there's just the ocean out there. I thought that was a magnificent scene. Oh, it was, yeah, it was beautiful. The cinematography is pretty awesome. They have a lot of really good zoom uh, what not Zoom? What am I saying? Uh, drone shots for sure. Yeah, in this, yeah. In this film, uh, and that's another thing that's interesting about cinema nowadays. Um, the you know back in the day, you couldn't make a lot of the films you could. Uh, so even cinema is different. So for, first of all, we got we got. Let's go. Let me go with the cinema first. So so you have drones now that can do all the crane shots that people in the past had to do. So it's much cheaper to have all these cool shots now. You have you have uh, film that's all digital now, so you don't have to 
use 40 millimeter or whatever that crap's called. And so film costs nothing to make. So a lot of folks can make films now that no way they could have 20, 30, 40 years ago. And and that's that's similar to the influence as well because so the filmmaking itself is, is like almost hand in hand with influencers because influencers, like for example, I watch the news like four four hours a day and a lot of times I'm, I'm listening to it on my headphones while I'm, I'm, I'm working or, or it's on in the background. And every show I watch is Rumble or YouTube. So it's it's not even live TV. I mean, it's live TV, but it's from YouTube, you know, or Rumble or wherever. So it's not regular television channels. It's not, you know, news stations that you would think. Um, and then I listen to podcasts. And my kids, 90% of the shows they watch when they're not watching a movie is YouTube shows. You know, so like influences, I guess you could say, um, that we approve of. And so things have changed completely, as you said, Sean, uh, not only uh, with with uh, with technology, but generally in, in like, you know, influencers, social media, filmmaking and everything. And, and this film, it, it's kind of funny because it's showing how this film is made by us just watching it and saying, oh, my God, these, these things they couldn't have done if they didn't have drones and they, they wouldn't have those type of shots that you were specifically mentioning, Barrett, and I, I, that's, a, that's a really good point. Well, isn't it interesting, though, that they, they can do it for a good amount of money and these huge movies just waste so much money. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. Yeah, well, as Roger Carmen, I think it was, that said it, and and this is a huge paraphrase, uh, not not actual quote, but he said that one of the, the best special effects you have is location, because mm-hmm. uh, you know. So if you can just yep. rent, like he would just rent a castle, and you know that's expensive, but not not that expensive for the type of budget of film that he has, and that special effect was his special effect. Here, this comp- this this director. You know, hey, let's just you know buy a room for a couple of weeks in in Thailand, and 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 that's a special effect. And then he has all these drone shots. He has the mountains in the background and whatnot. I remember when we did the movie A Wall um, on Halloween Boutique Secretary Reviews, Barrett. I, I mentioned one of the the, the the coolest special effects was of that film was just the the the, the factories and the train tracks and the poverty that he, yeah. the, the director she showed in that film. And and so it's a it's yeah that's the number one thing. Obviously the second thing I think Roger Carmen said that is another great special effect that's cheap is female nudity, you know, or, or good looking. Women. <laughs> and 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 again that's a paraphrase. So this this has that as well. So so it has two special effects that are, are very fairly cheap. And when we say cheap, we mean you don't need computers, you don't need. Uh, uh, scientists or make special effects people to come in because you know all you, all you have to do is have a hire a pretty actress and there there you go that that's number two for Roger Carmen and number one is to just have hire a you know take everybody and go to one location and if the location is cool looking that's number two, number one for Roger Carmen and this film has has kind of kind of follows that aspect and I don't know if it was intentional or not I don't think it was but it's you know I mean you know you you do it once people just do it unconsciously sometimes because that's how you do it you know because there's really no special effects in this of, of no no, no. You, know? you don't need to yeah yeah I think all the all the any deaths are practical 
Yeah. From what I could tell. So. The thing I was going to say, though, touching on your drone comments, is just like when we watched Fall recently, right? Yeah, and again, that was yeah. another one where, you know, I don't think it had a huge budget, but those drone shots are, you know, make a huge difference in what you can pull off, right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and even that movie was more expensive than this one because that one, to get the girls on the tower, uh, the radio tower, they built off, uh, they either built, yeah, they built a small radio tower near the edge of a cliff. So when the girls were on top of the the, the small tower, which was maybe like 20 feet, um, yeah. they would film it also with the drone. Um, oh, ah, Siri, stop talking. Um, they shoot the drone over the girls, but with the camera pointing towards the cliff, so it looks yeah. like they're, it's, you know, a thousand feet up instead of 20 feet up. Um, and, and, and you're right. It's, it's all drones. Uh, uh Barry, you remember we did that don't uh, go, don't go film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we talked to that director in that film and I mentioned some of his drone shots and he goes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, what he did was, uh, because to get the apocalyptic feel of that film to show empty buildings and whatnot, he flew a drone over like an old train yard and then an old farm that both were abandoned. And, and uh, he got those the, the drone far enough away so you couldn't tell that maybe there were homeless people there or whatever. <laughs> but, 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 for, but close enough that it looked like it was an apocalyptic setting, you know, because, you know, it had been abandoned and hadn't been used for like 20 years or whatever. Um, and again, drones. Yeah, drones are huge in, in modern cinema. It's, it's just amazing. Um, what else did we want to uh, talk about uh, that's non-spoiler? Anything? All right, so we're going to throw up the spoiler, and at this point we're going to talk about everything and anything related to the film. Uh, we don't go uh, scene by scene. You know, we'll just jump around because we're here not to just be a director's commentary of a film. We're here to uh, to just talk about specific things that are interesting and, and whatnot. Um, all right, so uh, just a quick thing. We have Madison, uh, social influencer. Um, uh, she has this boyfriend, Ryan, that she got in a fight with. Uh, she talks to this, this other friend who um, um, she tries to get information about what's going on with, with Ryan back in the States. Um, and then she doesn't seem too happy. Uh, one, one comment by a reviewer, it was kind of funny, was where she, when she ate, she just ate, Western food, so, you know, they showed her eating a hamburger or whatever rather than local food. Um, and then uh, she's at a bar of the resort, and this uh, English guy, expatriate, uh, tries to hit on her. And this other woman that's there that's young like her, pretty like her, um, helps her out, and um, the two of them uh, become friends. Uh, so that's pretty much the setup. Uh, so where, where do we want to go? We can talk about everything, anything, including spoilers at this point. Who wants to go? Uh-oh. Like I guess we don't have have anything to say. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, for, I mean, for what it ends up being, which is basically someone who kidnaps and 
does stuff. I the thing that I was trying to get is how did she get access to the technology for like face mapping and stuff? Because that seems like something like I guess if you're a hacker, you can do that kind of stuff. But it seemed like I think it's for, way more common now. You think so? Yeah, I think the software is easier to get, and uh, yeah, I think. Okay. Well, and but it's a good question, Sean. It is a good I'll, question, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you why I think it's a good question because CW, who's who's the uh, the one woman that saves Madison from the Brit expatriate, and I put quotes around that loosely because uh, <laughs> Madison didn't didn't feel like she was threatened at all. It was just a harmless guy hitting on her, and and she said no, and and that's that. But um, the the thing is, is that. This CW girl or woman, we don't know anything about her at all. So, that, and again, you know, we've talked in other films, including Cobweb, that that episode, which um, actually may be the episode that will come out tomorrow instead of this one. We'll figure, find out. But in that film, um, you don't understand anything and what the truth is. There's no, there's no backstory or anything, and. We were just talking in that film, and we were reviewing it, Barrett, with Mike and Eric, that sometimes it's okay not knowing that much. Well, you know, that's what Mike was saying. And then it was me and Eric kept on saying, no, that's that was a major problem for us. And I, and I think you were more on our side. But here, it's kind of that way. It's like, what's her motivation? Where did she get her money? Where did she get the intelligence to... Uh, or not? Let me, let me phrase that. Anybody can be intelligent. But where, where does she get the knowledge? Gosh, I'm serious. Jesus Christ. Um, I, wh- where does she get the knowledge to use the software that that Sean is talking about? Because again, you can learn stuff, and once you learn it, it's second nature. But why did she learn it? And was it specifically for her, her evil ways and stuff? So, so I don't, I don't know. It maybe it's software's common, but it just seemed like okay. She knows how to use all this stuff. She follows all these social media people. She has all this money and whatnot. She's not well not Thailand, and yet she's why are you assuming there. she had all this money? Because I don't know that they said that. She just she just was around. I mean, they never show her with. Money. Well, I, just, I was thinking that that mansion that you thought was. The resort was really not the resort. I got the idea, and, and I think some of the reviews I did too felt that the, the mansion was CW's home base. You, you remember CW brings her to the C, CW brings the girl Madison to this rural mansion. Yeah, yeah, and, it could be. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is the mansion, but. She could have done this how many other times? We just don't know. Well, that's my point. We don't know. Well, right. that, that's what I'm saying. Is, is There is no backstory except that she's a psychopath or, or a cluster B fuck who's, who has jealousies, could borderline personality. It doesn't matter. It's, I, could, I, think it's, I think it could be psychopath. Three, at least three of the four. Cluster B's, uh, histrionic, most likely not, but but it could be borderline, could be narcissist, could be psychopath, and the thing is, is she, so we, and she has her personal issues, no doubt, a lot of behavioral health issues, uh, and a lot of it could be jealousy and anger and whatever, but that's all we know, 
we don't know anything about her backstory or anything. And again, it, I guess it doesn't matter, but I think it takes away the interesting aspect of, of the character. I would agree with that. Um, I, I can live without it. I think it's less, I think you needed it more in Cobweb than you did here. Um, that That's my feeling. You know, when you were saying yeah. you felt like you wanted those background details. I think sure, here sure. it, you can assume some of that because there is no mysticalness. There's no, there's no supernatural. It, she, there has to be somehow she got whatever she's got. And when you see what she does to this girl, you, I think you can assume she's done it before. Um, and that that's how she's got whatever she's got. Cause, but it would be nice to know a little bit more about her motivations because we just don't know why she's doing this. And it's just, that, yeah. I think, detracts from me loving this movie versus liking this movie. Right. Well, there, there was one scene that was a curiosity. When she brings Madison to that resort in the middle of the woods or, or jungle or whatever you want to call it, um, Madison goes over and picks up a book, and I forget the name of it, um, and opens it, and and someone wrote their name in the book, like Kristen Wilson or Becky Wilson or something like that. And I thought that would would have something to do something later. And later, we have this flashback scene, or, or well, actually not a flashback scene, a forward, they flash forward, and there's another influencer named Jessica. And so I said, hmm, I wonder if that's Jessica's book. So I, I re- rewinded it, and as, no, it was, a, it was like a Becky Wilson or something, so it wasn't had nothing to do with Jessica. So it was like this, 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 uh, uh, Chekhov's gun type of thing, and it never pays off. And the only thing I can think of is what you just said earlier, Barrett, which is we figure out that maybe this woman, CW, has been doing what she does uh, for a long time, and that maybe this Becky Wilson or whatever the name was that was in that book, it was that book used to be her possession of another influencer that she already took care of, if you know well, what I mean. Well, when we say a long time, she could only have been doing this between five and ten years. I mean, she's she's yeah. not that old. Right, right, right. <laughs> that, 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 that is correct. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, so, I, 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 uh, I mean, I like that little thing about the book, but there's no payoff on it. And the only assumption is, uh, looking back at it now, is like you said, maybe she's been doing it for five years, and this Becky Wilson happened to be one of the victims, even though we never hear about Becky Wilson again. We don't look at, ever see the book again. We do see a tree trunk, or, 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 or driftwood, I should say, on a beach <laughs> that, that, that has marks in it, you know, like as if days passed, like five or six or something like that. Um, and we do that pays off later, but um, but all this other stuff doesn't, and and it's just not enough to make me ask why is this woman doing it, except that she's a cluster B fucker. Well, and let's be honest, the girl going to the island with her, she sees that marking on there. That's got to disturb you a little bit because somebody was marking days. Mm-hmm. Then. The girl tells her exactly what she's going to do to her, and she blows it up. <laughs> right. I mean, she well, does not lie at all. She does exactly what she's telling her. Well, I, I'll tell you what I do. Uh, 
I, I like you, Barrett, work from home. We work for the same company, and, and we were able to work from home. And um, during my lunch hour, I, I, a lot of times when, it, when I'm – don't have to work through my lunch hour or my lunch hour is actually a full hour and not 20 minutes because of meetings or work or whatever. I, I take my dog to the forest. We have a lot of um, town forests and stuff around the area and, and it's good, you know, two hour, I'm not two hour, two mile walk, which is like 35 minutes and, you know, just pacing. And um, every time I go, I text my wife, even no matter where she is, whether she's substitute teaching or she's shopping or she's just at home, and say I'm at at so and so woods, and that's it. And I told her way back when I first started doing that, I said just because I, I run into a bear and, and you never hear from me again, you'll know what where I was. Um, so this woman here, she like you said, she's going onto this this island with this this girl CW, and she doesn't even call that friend, you know, the black guy or her boyfriend or anybody, or, you know, her parents. We don't even know anything else about it. Saying that I'm going to this location and that location and and whatnot. And then she also doesn't even um, ask the girl where they're going. The girl says it's a surprise. And instead of just saying I'm not going where anywhere unless I know where it is. So I, it was just it's just weird. She's – so nonchalant about it. Am I am I wrong to think that? No, nope. that's exactly how she is. She's yeah. dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and well, we we can give her one thing. Maybe she is not as threatened because it's a girl, and, and I can accept that to a degree until that person starts, you know, saying weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. Once she starts saying weird stuff, um. Yeah, I mean we, I mean we know it's a horror film, so we we know where it's going, and we kind of guess that as I texted you, Sean, this afternoon, uh, the first twenty three minutes, uh, I said we are. I, I kind of figure out. I figured out where it was going to go. Yeah. Um, I didn't know they were going to suddenly do a, a a character change perspective where yeah. now there's a new lead, but um, I kind of guessed where they were going. And I, it was just weird what this woman, Madison, did. I, I, I mean, I, I used to um, go on dates when I was single, and I, I, I refused as much as possible to pick up a woman or drive with them in my car until the third date because it's just common sense to that woman should not go into a car with strangers, you know, I mean, and, and this guy here, I mean, this woman here is literally going to a location she has no idea with, with some woman she doesn't even know. She's willingly going to crime scene B. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes no sense. It, it, it makes no sense. And, <laughs> and, you know this girl, this this woman, Madison. Even though she appears that she will camp, she doesn't uh, um, seem like the woman that would. And even if you would camp, it's only in the movies. I mean, I'm sure we could get hate mail for this, but it's only in the movies that people actually camp out in the open, especially in. Tropical foot. Yeah, yeah right. Because who the hell wants to get attacked by mosquitoes and shit? Right. <laughs> you know, and so, 
it's, it's, so we have Madison, who is this influencer who has to always look good, who doesn't want mosquito bites all over her, who goes to the middle of nowhere, who then agrees to stay overnight on uh, without deserted even... island. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 off the shipping lanes. Yes. To be honest, it, she didn't seem like an urban explorer, that type of person, so it's right. odd, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a little odd. Um, well, right, I'll so tell you, I yeah, thought it was sorry. neat how they um, – the movie didn't have its opening credits until you get to the point that yeah. she's left on the island. I thought yeah. that was really neat. Well, yeah, we, trick, yeah. We, we saw that one other time, uh, that cannibal film from last year, the one that I couldn't stand. See, uh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, wasn't it that Asian film? No, no. The it was the one about the guy that. Oh, was, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah fresh, guess, fresh, fresh. Yeah, that film. Yeah, that, they did the same thing where they had like four thirty minutes, and then suddenly, boom, the cre- credits roll at the thirty minute mark, and and this film did the exact same thing. Um. So yeah. Um. Yeah. So what did you guys? want to go to next. Uh, so, yeah, so basically CW takes have, this girl out to the, the this island, says that she's going to leave her there to die, um, but she makes it sound like it's just part of their uh, Girl Scout horror stories because they were talking about how when we were kids, uh, I used to go to camp just like this on a beach, and there would be one girl that was told scary horror stories. And this girl... CW basically does that, but she's not lying, and she actually leaves the Madison to die on the island where she'll never be saved. Now, where are you going, Barrett? What are you going to say? Oh, now I'm trying to remember. <laughs> um, yeah. Dang, I lost my thought. It was important, too. Mm. All right, well, if you think about it, do so. Um, where do we want to go? What else? Anybody oh, I know what it was. Yeah, go okay, ahead. so the main villain had this ginormous birthmark on her face. I'm like, how could she get away with anything? She is so noticeable that right. it, it just defies comprehension. That, I thought, was kind of a big flaw. I know they were doing it to make her really unique, but I would think someone that's well, taking other people's places, even if they can overwrite the faces, is going to have a generic look that people don't notice. Yeah, so let's talk about that. So, so – this girl, when we first meet her, or woman if you prefer, CW, I, I, I immediately thought, oh my god, she has been beaten up by a, a guy or something. But what we, we we don't learn, because they don't even say, so I had to look yeah, it up. Don't. But the, the actress has, a, they do eventually at the 108 mark, which was weird. It was like, that would be one of the first things. Even, even the Jessica girl like couldn't remember her. And and then she goes, oh, I was the girl that you saw uh, when you were buying the booter. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, now I remember you. No, you're not going to forget someone that has a birthmark like that. I'm sorry. Especially, when, especially when you talk to them in person. Um, so basically the actress actually does have this birthmark, um, and it's it's like covers her whole left um, uh, cheek. And, and – uh, in my town where I grew up, we we had this this girl named Leister who had one of these two um, from all completely covered her chin, and um, you know similar to Gorbachev uh, had one on the top of his head, the the the, the dictator of, of the Soviet Union. Uh, so so it, they are there, 
And um, so this actress actually has it, and, and her, her parents never had it removed because the doctors at the time either didn't have the technology or whatnot. And, and now that she's older, she, she just has it. Um, but the thing that was odd about the whole film, that first one hour and eight minutes, I was hoping someone else would bring it up before I did, and I'm glad you did, Barrett. Yeah, it makes no sense that no one talks about it. Or, or uses it as a defining feature like anybody would, like a tattoo. So right, right. It was just, it was just stupid. Just, I thought it was stupid. And, and even, even her, the friends that she makes, whether it's Jessica or Madison, don't even ask that to have a discussion. It, it's, it's something that would be asked at least once. In yeah, by someone that has no class, like the boyfriend. <laughs> well, but not even, not even, not even a class. It, it's just something that. Once you become kind of friendly with someone, you, you, you ask about it, you know, like yeah, because you know it's, it's very uncommon, you know. I mean, it, it just is. It really is, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I've only seen three people and only one in person that that have this that, that type of birthmark. Um, so, I I, I uh, thought that was really weird as well. Um, now you keep on bringing up the boyfriend. I, I I don't. I have to disagree. I, I didn't find him any more annoying than any other character, and I didn't think he was really a dink either. Um, oh, I think he was using the the girlfriend, and that's why they were breaking up because he really he cared more about her being an influencer and utilizing her. I mean, even the the things I think that she says that the villain says are true are that he's kind of icky in how he he's approached her you know approached his girlfriend and how he stalked her and stuff like that i mean i think those things were true i don't think she was making those up when you say stalk what do you mean what, what, what she said what something he about he, he was he was watching her and i don't well, know it, it, on the sly yeah. and uh yeah i, I don't know I, I i didn't get there's that. a whole uh, portion where she's talking to him about the the kind of iffy things he did and he lo- kind of looks down at the ground the whole time she's doing that. So I get the feeling that that was probably true. So I, I kind of feel like he wasn't a great boyfriend. I mean, look at how he treated her when they were on the phone or on the video well, chat. He's you know telling what, her, how did you do this to yourself? Someone stole her, her passport and it's her fault. Well, he was, that, that, he was an ass in that comment. You're absolutely right. That was a comment that he, he said in passion. But then when you hear... The rest of the story, which is she she was supposed to be back a week earlier, and then she just decided to 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 stay an extra week. And had she gone home on time, none of this would have ever happened. And then when she's when Ryan's talking to the black guy that that's friends with both of them, he even the black guy says that uh, you could deserve better Ryan than than Madison. And and so I, I but think. But then later on, the black guy says that he always thought Ryan was a terrible person. <laughs> So well, I mean, that guy uh, was not really a great person either. <laughs> what, what, no, no, he was not because he he wanted to. Be, he was a social media influencer himself, and that's where he goes online and says, "I always knew Ryan was a bad guy." Whatever. So you're absolutely right. Um, but um, I, I I'm thinking that it's more both of them were 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 be, were not. I mean, when we saw them. In the flashback scene, they both seemed pretty nice to each other. They did. I agree with that. Yeah, that that scene, it did. But So I think the relationship just began to sour, and both of them 
their narcissistic personalities may have come out a bit. And so I don't know if it's really Ryan is the true dink or Madison. Why, why, why did Madison stay that extra week? Why did they get in the because fight Because he was thinking place? about breaking up with him. What, and no, why? They, didn't, they didn't get in a fight. He just didn't come to the thing. He didn't no, no, come but, to the resort. That was the problem she had. So she's right. alone at this resort without him because he chose not to go. Right. Okay. Okay. So, but again, we don't know the details about did she just book it and and he said, "What do you mean? I'm not going. What are you talking about?" Or did she? He booked it. She. He was paying for it. But uh, she was. He was supposed to go originally, and then they got in some sort of argument that because he they had the two tickets, the room was for both of them, and then something happened where he had he something go. he had to do. It wasn't an argument with them. He had something he had to do instead, and so he didn't go. Well, well all right, all right. Well, if you're gonna, if you're not gonna go, even though you you booked such a thing, it should be important, but we don't know that. Right, we we just don't know enough for the information. So I I never I never and and then again he was worried about her, and he finally shows up and tries you know to go. Yeah, he does look for her. her. He's thinking about marrying her, but I think there is a dark side to him as well. I don't think, like I said, he was a villain. He's not a villain, but I don't think he's a great guy, and there's a reason she was trying to break up with him. Or or the relationship had just, just passed its time, and yet they still had some feelings for each other, even though they weren't going to match. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I still think that part of it may have been Madison, too. I, I don't know. I, 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 I mean... But you're right. I mean, that first scene where he goes, "Oh, look, this is this is something that would happen to to you," you know, about the passport and stuff. Right. That was intentional to make make us immediately not like the guy. And oh so, yeah. And I think it was partly to make us think that he was going to be a villain. But, um, but I, I don't I don't know if if it if it was fair. And again, we don't know enough about the, these people's relationships really to, to even know, you know. So I don't, I don't know. But and, and again, well, maybe I could, maybe, I could maybe, say that about the psychopath too. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I don't know enough about why she's the way she is to say it's bad. I don't know. Oh well, it is bad. Maybe, and from our perspective, but from hers, she's doing the right thing. Uh, we don't know. We don't know enough about her to know. Um, I, this comes down to the the Harry Met Sally thing where. Um, Harry says you're attractive, and she goes, "That's subjective." He goes, "No, no, that, no, no, you're, it's generally it's it's a fact you're attractive." It's, what this woman does, I, I don't think any reason, if even in her own eyes, it doesn't matter. It's it's bad. CW, it's bad. Maybe. How how how, how is it? <laughs> just maybe. When she kills Jessica and she kills Ryan and she steals people's – breaks into people's building, people that she doesn't even know. I mean, she doesn't know any of these people. And she kills them and then she steals from them and then just takes their passports and then uses their – takes their identity. I, I don't I don't think there is an argument other, except that she's evil. So I have a question for you guys that kind of ties in with this situation because it felt like part of the reason that she went after Madison and did this whole schemey scheme was because she felt that Madison was too entitled. But then what is she doing? Everything that she's doing is a form of entitlement, is it not? As you're saying, she's 
she's going after people. She's breaking into places. She's using this technology and stuff. Like, it just, it's weird. I don't know. Maybe that was just me that, that saw it that way or. She was teaching them a lesson and showing how them, how their lives really, that no one would notice they were gone. Yes, except the teaching the lesson that, you know, it's just weird, right? I, I, I don't get. What, what, it doesn't make. I, I see where you're going in her eyes. Maybe that's what she's doing. I, I guess. I think it's more well, than it's that. Well, it's just like yeah. you defending the boyfriend. I mean, we've seen bad behavior from him. He's not a good guy. I, he, may, he may do some right things. This is where you're black and white. You're black and white on one, but not the other. No, and no. One's a one's a mass murderer, while the other one is a bad guy says, too. He's not great. Well, everybody can be a dink, but I don't know if so he's, I, he's, comes, I don't know if he's a bad guy, but he he can be a dink every so often. So I, it I, comes down well, to a statement, though. Then of does it matter? So is it, it, you could be. It's like a vigilante thing. So because they did bad, or in your eyes they did bad, you could, whatever you do to them is justified. But technically, you're doing bad as well, right? Or does that make well, sense? Well, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think she's justified. At all, I, I mean. No, I mean, but I'm not saying she's. But no, but oh. in her eyes, she's justified. But what okay, I'm saying right, is, right, the right. vigilante idea is you're going after the bad people, and you'll do whatever you need to do to the bad people because right. they're bad people. Not taking into account that you are doing bad stuff too, right? Right, and maybe right, even right. worse than the people you're targeting. Right. Well, the, and the people that she's targeting are. Just people. They're, they're not bad people. I mean, they're bad. They can be bad, as you said, Barrett, where, yeah, you know, they can be a dink here or there or they're whatever. But they're not bad people in the sense they're not villainous people. So she's killing villain, people that aren't villainous people. I think she sees them as villainous, though. And, you know, at the very end when she smiles when the other girl actually lived and got away, I think that that says a lot about what her intentions are like she didn't expect that but she's happy for her to get away oh um, i don't th- i don't think that's I, I got it i got her look as in like oh my god i just got i just i think she was just laughing at herself that she fucked up yeah that's kind of what i got more of it but I mm, that's not what i got yeah because she's either dead or the girl is going back to the police with the dead bodies and, and, and of her boyfriend and Jessica, and and she, they're going to go to the island and they're going to arrest her. So either way, she's done. I think Absolutely it was done. more about the irony of the positions now at this point. Oh yeah, because yeah, she that, took, yeah, that's, she that's took what, on that girl's role and now she's the one trapped on the island. That, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's irony. Exactly. That's that's yeah. what I think. What but means, I think yes. that's what she's smiling about. Not not like oh I'm oh, yeah. fucked. She's smiling because well, well, it's so ironic what just happened to her. Oh, okay, that's fair too. Yeah, I, I would I would go with that. And, and again, someone that's close to be fucker would feel that, think that way too. Absolutely. Until uh, uh, you know, ten minutes later, that after the film got shut off, <laughs> and she suddenly starts thinking like, "Holy shit, I'm dead!" Or "Holy shit, I'm going to be arrested!" Or "Holy shit, it's all over." You know, I um, wish I'd have counted how many tick marks there were first and then second. So I had an idea of how many days, because there were a lot of tick marks. It looked like there was probably yeah. at least 15. That's at I least. I, I was thinking yeah. there was more. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and, and and it makes sense, because that it would be, uh, um, you know, not that long, but still long enough, because, you know, CW can say all she wants about Jessica 
and Madison, and no one will will think twice after you're gone. And and that may be true about the the random social and follow her, follow her. You know, I mean, all the people. You know, everybody follows somebody, and then one day you just stop following them. But her, the people who love her or know her or associate with her in her daily life. They're, they're, that's who, who Madison and Jessica were talking about, and CGCW so cluster B fucked that she doesn't even understand that no, they, they, she will be missed because there's going to be people who she talks to all the time that are going to know that she's gone. So CW is just a total moron. In my but opinion. there's only one person that notices she's gone, and that's the boyfriend. Um, which that well, seems odd as well, though. But I mean, I guess it does seem odd. But I'm just saying, right, by right. the movie, it's just him because he's coming. In the story, yeah, they they said right, right. they don't. But, but I think family that, or other friends, right? So. Right, exactly. So, I mean, in reality, we know that there's, there's going to be at least another ten people, if, at least. At know, least, they, yeah, yeah. You know, there's very few people in this world that have absolutely no one. I think. But maybe right, I'm wrong. Yeah, right, right, and, and Alice, and, <laughs> not Alice, Madison, and Jessica are two people that have more than than no one in their lives, and, and close. I mean, you know, so it's it, it, it's just a little bizarre. It's a little bizarre, and, and and whatnot. And a lot of these people even have have um, bodyguards and stuff at at some point when they get really big. Um, yeah. So, um. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, so go back to what you were saying, Sean, about Madison. I mean, uh, CW. But yeah, yeah, I, I would, I would think that CW is just completely gone as a, as a, as a normal human being because she's going to need a lot of therapy, and whether or not she actually goes through with it. Oh, or yeah. actually well, no, well, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think, I don't think therapy, therapy helps works. CW. No, you mean no, no, CW, no. right? Or therapy. Thera- yeah, we're talking about CW. Therapy will not help crush the people. The, the therapy she needs is to be <laughs> no. in prison. Yeah, that's the mean, yeah. away yeah. from the population. That's where yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's right. And in Thailand, most likely executed. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's she's she's just a nuts, nutty person through and through because she thinks she can pass judgment, but I don't even think, I don't know what, her, we don't really even get the motivation, right? Because Barrett, you have a valid point, which is maybe her motivation is she's punishing these people because she thinks they're bad. And that's and what I, I felt like, but that doesn't yeah. make it right. I'm not saying that yeah. makes it right. No, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not even <laughs> saying that, but, but, but that may not even been the motivation, right? That's just one right. option, right? Because there's right. not enough information to explain what the motivation I just think she's just a, a narcissist scumbag. I don't, I, well, I, I was going to say, yeah, go on, Sean, please. Well, it's going to go, it, it ties in with the idea of being a cluster B personality or, or narcissist, right? Is that they're not looking at the world the same way. So when we're looking to try and understand and make sense of what these decision-making processes are or why they're making them, they're, that's, they don't look at the world the same way. So we're trying. They don't have as, empathy. They don't have empathy. Yeah. So that's but a even critical just the, thing. Just the idea that like we're trying to understand where this person is coming from. They, they they're can't. not bothered by such things. Right, right. So yeah. trying to understand—it's trying to understand an alien, yeah—that yeah. is completely different to you. How do you there? There's a, some point you just have to accept that you, you're not going to—you're not meant to understand. Just right. stay away right. from them. Right. And, and, and to be honest, she, she's so sloppy. The film obviously 
you know, ignores these these things, but she she um, steals the girl, you know, the, these Jessica's and Madison's um, hotel cards. Then she walks down their halls. Where you know these these hotels have cameras, cameras everywhere, yep. everywhere, and this girl has this big birthmark on the side of her face, right? And and so when a girl disappears, and people say, "Where the hell is she?" Or they start using someone's room, and yet the girl's gone. It doesn't matter. All you have to do is go back to the cameras and say, "Well, she she disappeared between these two days." Let's look at the cameras, and boom, they, they, they caught her. She's done. Well, let's be honest. The two kills that she does directly are yeah. not on purpose. I think one is because of rage. That girl just pissed her the hell off. The second and, one. And, she, and, and the girl was right. No, I know she was right. Yeah. But And then the boyfriend, she tries to send him away, but he's just disturbed enough to come back. And so then she's And like, he was right, too. Right. And and then he's knocked her out, and he's right. He knows what she's up to. Well, he screws himself because he gets himself in a position where she can, yeah, kill him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. That that was that was um, the only way she would ever be able to kill him is the way she did. I do like of, how they did that yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was sitting but, on his shoulders and <laughs> yeah, drowning him, drowning him. Yeah, yeah, but but. But that, yeah, that kind of bummed me out because I was hoping uh, um, uh, he he would he would take out her or or, or what. Yeah, I but, wanted him to live at that point because he was smart enough to figure out that she's not good. Right, right, right. Yeah, but again, you know, even though we see the two people here killed, one where she wanted him to go away, and the other was because of the fit of rage. We do know that she was going to plan to kill Jessica sooner or later anyway, because in her yes. eyes, she already killed killed Madison. Right. And Jessica we already was the next target. And we, exactly. And we already knew that she killed all these other people as well, because we saw the marks, on, you know, the, the, the knife marks on the driftwood, right? Yep. So she's been dropping people off there for a while, murdering people. So who knows how many people she's killed. Um, and even even how – I don't even know where – where was it that she killed Jessica and, you know, and, and then also even Ryan, I think that I mean, was that was in the hotel room because that was where she was saying she was living. Right. She was paying for it, but she was paying right. Madison for it. And right. Jessica was getting her stuff to leave because she had invited Jessica to stay there instead of in a hotel. And right. that's and Jessica's smart too. She figures that things are iffy the second the boyfriend's there. She yeah. she starts questioning things. Right, so, right, yeah. And this is part of my the the whole thing. She's messy, CW, because it's like she all her lies are caught. Like you said that this was your hotel room when it wasn't in your name. It was in this Madison's name, and then. Madison's boyfriend says he was the one that paid for the hotel, and you told me that that you paid for it. And so, and so she and she 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 was trying to go peacefully because she, she when CW goes, why are you leaving? She goes, well, I don't really want to get into it. And CW, you know, basically says, no, I demand it out. And so she finally says, rips into her and says, yeah, you're, you're you're a liar, you're some freak, you want my money. I don't know what's going. On. I mean, she was off a little bit because she didn't know the woman was a murderer. But and and a stalker. She just thought the woman was was trying to 
take uh, a tourist and, and swipe her money, basically. Right. You know. So, yes, yeah, so a CW. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, what, where the else only thing go? she's smart in is really the technology side. She's really got yes. that down because she's yeah. got the facial stuff to cover, and then yep. she's got the um, being able to do the voice stuff. Right, right, right. That's true. She and and yet that was also her downfall too with with Ryan because Ryan. Not only did Ryan figure out that he got drugged you know, by the date. Date drug, so she. I like that up. too. I never yeah. get so drunk that I forget when I had a shag. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but, he, but, he, but he's the one that figures out that it was all fake because the pictures that she's using, some of them were pictures he took. Right, like, like exactly. the bear picture, right? The big, yeah. the big stuff there, and he goes, "This is the exact same fucking picture." But someone was, uh, some guy was imposed on par- on top of the bear, and then. He sees the the birthmark um, slip through one of the the videos that she you know had covered with Madison's face. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was it was sloppy. She was she was pretty sloppy, and and honestly, I I, I don't know what what her intentions were, and I don't think I we ever she wasn't worried about getting caught, and she would have eventually no. because she was so sloppy. Yeah, she was real sloppy. It's just, again, one of those things, too, where people start to doubt things and they don't, like, actually contact any official parties about it. Right. And then right. you pay the price for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but yeah, it was at the 108 mark, and it, it was Ryan is the first person to bring up the birthmark um, and start asking about this woman have you seen this woman with this birthmark and whatever? And, and and I thought again that was like you said, Barrett, one of the biggest flaws of this film. It's like no one talks about it until Ryan does begins his investigation, right? And it was just weird. I, I I thought the biggest one that was weird was when Jessica meets her in the Buddhist uh, shop, to, you know, or or Tory tourist trap shop, and um, Jessica's now the the new victim, and she goes up to her and says, oh, um, CW goes up to her and says, oh, there's, you, that's not real Jade, you want to go down the store, down the street I can show you where there's a, a better place, and she goes, oh, it doesn't matter I just need some, some trinket to give to my sister and it, it doesn't matter if it's real or not and then the next day, she stalks Jessica at the hotel bar or wherever, and approaches her and says um Oh, are you stalking me? And then she goes, "No, I'm just kidding. I, I follow you on Facebook, social media, and whatever." And you don't you remember me? I was the girl that that helped you. I talked to you about the Buddha, and she goes, "Oh yeah, yeah. Now I remember it." And it's like, no, you would have remembered it almost immediately because of the birthmark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I mean, that that was just so stupid. Um, Unless someone is really, really oblivious, that that is possible. Yeah, but Jessica was not. Yeah, but Jessica, <laughs> Jessica's definitely not an oblivious person. She she figured out her own things um, pretty easily about CW pretty quickly too, and also um, they actually talked face to face, and it was another expatriate or a tourist, and it was it wasn't like a local, so I. 
and 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 CW is a pretty hot looking woman too. That you know, so it it wasn't just some random person. You know what I'm saying? But this is, I think, this is the problem with the the story, though, or at least in how they're trying to tell it. Right? Yeah. Is yeah. that you have to make lots of logic leaps that don't really yeah. connect right. Right. to make things work. Right? Yeah. So I mean, there's some good stuff in it, but there's also weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of weaknesses. Yeah. The, the whole birthmark thing. Really bothered me because when she first appears and she has this birthmark, again, like I said, I thought it was like some abused woman because the birthmark is like, like it looks like a black eye at first, and no one talks about it, and and I was like, I was just completely confused, and so I had literally had to stop the movie and, and look up the actress and 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 see what's going on here, and it's like, oh, okay, it's a birthmark, fair enough, no big deal, but. It's not mentioned until the 108 minute mark, and it was just weird. I don't know. It was it was kind of strange. Um, and and when people are talking about, uh, have you seen my girlfriend? And she has been with this woman. It, yeah, I don't. Know. It, it, you people would say, oh yeah, I saw her with this woman with a with a birthmark, or it's like someone saying, oh, I, I saw someone that had a you know they had a tattoo on their face, or they they had a mohawk. Or, or some really interesting thing about them, you know. But I don't know. Uh, so you're right. There's just a lot of things that are kind of flaws in the film. And if you can overlook those flaws, the film is pretty pretty good. But there's still no meaning to it. But again, yeah. that's okay because I mean, is, was there really any meaning to you know J- Jason Pratt Seven? But right. <laughs> but but even Jason Part One, we we know there is a meaning, right? I mean, again, that's a forty year old movie now, uh, so I'm going to spoil it. But you know, Mrs. Voorhees is, is is has gone insane because she blames the counselors for the death of her her son Jason, and so she goes to the 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 um, camp one random summer and decides that she's going to slaughter everybody there and say, it doesn't matter if you people were the ones that killed my son. The point is, is that this camp is at fault. And so I'm killing them, everybody. And so there, there's a point, you know, so even that, that, so, so here there's like no point. There's, there's nothing. Yeah. She's just killing people. Yeah. That stand in her way. Yeah. Or, or, and, and are they even standing in their way? Because like, there was no reason to kill Madison. There's no reason to kill even wanting to kill Jessica because eventually she was going to probably drop her off at the island too to die. So well, I mean, she they, wanted they, their stuff. That's why that was her reason, I think. All right. So is that the motivation? They re- she really wanted their stuff. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I, but what is she getting out of them? How much? What do they really have that she's stealing? I don't know. Well, she was using that girl's credit cards. She was yeah. getting limits increased and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, so true. yeah. She yeah. was living the lifestyle she wanted to live, and she was punishing these people. I mean, not that these are huge motivations. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't no, money but, always a reason to kill? You know, it's like it's one of the three reasons. Yes. When they were looking at a murderer, why? What their motives yeah. are? <laughs> yeah. All right. So the money makes sense, um, and the punishing. Makes sense too, even even if we all disagree about the punishment. Because I mean, you know, big deal. There's social media people who cares. Um, but in some people's eyes, social media people are like scum. So 
in her eyes, I'm going to punish these people. So that makes sense too, I guess. But uh, they don't ever really give us like she doesn't express that. We just kind of. It seems like that would be the case because those are the you have to she's piece going it together at. without yeah. all the information to do so, right? Right. Because again, right. you're trying to make sense of a of a nonsensical situation. Right. 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 That's true. Um, let's see. Uh, what else? What did, we, what did you guys think of Madison and Cheska? Though them specifically, I mean, we, we discussed. I thought they were nice. They were fine people. I mean, I'd rather be friends with Madison than Jessica because Madison seemed more like uneasy with her influencing position and more real with herself, whereas Jessica seemed like she was at the top of her game and that was all that was important. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I with that. You know, and, and I, I see where you're coming, but I don't know if I agree, and I'll tell you why. Because Madison was just in a bad point of her life at that point because of her relationship, while Jessica was was still, was happy because she didn't have that social drama going on in her life. So, if you, well, the other aspect of that too is that Madison's boyfriend was the one that got her into it. So we don't know that she was wholeheartedly, with all her heart, an influencer. Oh, maybe. Okay, fair enough. All right, but but again, if you are, if you do have your your whole heart as an influencer, um, is, is that really a negative? I mean, I mean I'm not it's saying a, it's a negative. Uh, I'm uh, no, I'm not saying that at all. Oh, okay. I'm just saying uh, that's why I liked Madison more because she seemed more real, fair yes, enough. more genuine, as opposed yeah. to being okay. Again. Uh, you're an influencer. You have to create a facade, right, that people follow. And the more that you get into it, it's probably a lot harder to be able to draw that back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right, like, right. it just becomes that's who you are, whether yeah, right. it was who you were at the start, right? And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, right? And, For and some well, people, and, it works, and some people, it doesn't. Well, and I, I would even say that is Jessica really become – the facade or because when she's not doing her social media stuff, she seems just like a, a normal 20 something or early 30 something potty girl type. Yeah. You know, n nothing, nothing fo really phony about her. Well, think right? about it. Actors and sports figures are all influencers. Yep. They're yep. just the first that we now have what we would call regular people becoming influencers through yeah. different mediums. They're the same thing though. Yeah. Oh, I would concur. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess you could choose say one. One would be more appealing to be friends with. I guess. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I kind of like Jessica a little better because she just was happy, <laughs> and Madison just seemed miserable. So I didn't. She definitely was happy. Yeah, yeah, she was. She was totally fine. She was almost like a model, like she, you know, doing all those photo shoots and stuff. Um, right. she, she was happy with what she was doing and she was not, and, and I think both of them were, I think Madison was happy with what she was doing. It's just, like you said, her life was not great right then. She wasn't happy with her relationship. She was there by herself. She was lonely. You know, there's a lot of factors there. Right, right. Also, also about Jessica too, that I felt was weird about this plot was, yeah, we see her doing the photo shoots and all this other stuff. And yet she was alone, too. It didn't make any sense. Yeah, you would she, think they'd all have hangers on. You know what I mean? 
Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, all you need to do is have one of your girlfriends or one of the people that helps you promote. Like, like, what? Where was? Why didn't Jessica just have? If, if she was doing modeling shoots, why wasn't a, a photographer with her? You know, it was just weird that these people appeared to, you know, and then they just disappeared. You know, it wasn't like they were part of her entourage in a sense. I didn't understand that. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a little strange. Um, but again, you know, we're, that's what we do here on, on Dark Discussions Podcast is we overthink films to the point of uh, trying to find out, uh, cre- you know, do critique and dissect. Um, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, yeah. So it could be just nitpicks too. It's not even, it may not even be important. Some of it is, but I think some of it are genuine um, flaws in the movie that, you know, we see and we're, you know, they're just, right. they're, they stand out. It's generally a good movie. It could have been a great movie if they yes. not, didn't have those flaws. Right. The right, thing right. is, pulling back to the veil is what we do, right? Yep. Because right, there's no right. point. So. Well, well, and and that's the thing is is, is when we find a, a a gem like a real gem, not just a good film like this one. I mean, we we, we just we just point out all of the gems. I'm like, oh my god, this is great because of this and this and this and this, and oh, there's no flaw here. Oh, they they they. Explain something. You know, we always say why well, all they had to do was have one word line where the person says something, and then all the questions we're asking wouldn't even be questions because we would just go back to that one line where they said a sc- you know a great screenwriter can do that. Here, you know, they they have some things that didn't work. I, I will give them this credit though, that having the, the murderer be a, a woman was great because when I read the IMDb before I even watched the film because otherwise I went in blind, I was assuming this hanger-on or, or bad person named C.W. that they're referring to in the IMDb was going to be this guy or a local or something, and it wasn't at all. It was it was a woman, and I thought that was original, and it was not a local either, and I thought that was original. So it, it was, yep. it was, it was yeah. those, those were some positives. Um, they avoided tropes, which, which was really good. And leaving someone on an island seemed pretty unique to me. I don't think I've like specifically, yeah. just going out there and then leaving them like that. I don't know. Right, I right. Yeah. You know, and, he has told us to tell the whole plan, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would have liked them to cut back to Madison to a couple of times. Was progressing. Yeah, yeah. Be, because because again, you know, in CW's eyes, she just assumes she's dead, and in real life. A lot of these things happen. You're dead. You know. You know. Like for example, uh, when someone jumps off a bridge, and we never find the body, or, or they jump on the, off a bridge, and they do. You're gonna. You know. You're gonna find a body because jumping off a bridge, you're, you're most likely gonna die. But in a movie. Jumping off a bridge doesn't you mean you're, all, you're. Yeah, yeah, it means that there's a chance you're gonna survive. So being left on an island with with no means to survive unless you're lucky. And I'm not sure she, again, like we, we brought it up earlier, but I'm, doesn't it doesn't look like she's like a wilderness expert or survival right. expert. No, not so, no. Well, where'd she find water? Because that was one of the big things that, that CW said was that right. there's no water. 
you would yeah. think that means she explored a bit to find that there's no water. And that is the most important thing that she could not do without that. You're going to die right. from first for sure. Right. Right. Unless, unless, <laughs> unless she finds some sort of con- way to have containers to, to get rainwater. And again, right. you have to hope that the rain comes. Right. So it's not like, yeah. like a stream or something. So you're right. So, and, and, and I mean, there is one hint, one hint that gives Madison some leeway and the screenwriter some leeway is that Madison specifically says on the beach, Girl Scout camp. Yes, oh, yes. But you, but, I'm sorry. I was in Boy Scouts. I almost made it to Eagle, and I still probably wouldn't have survived on that island by myself. Yeah, and that's 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 a fair point. I I think. Madison, it just isn't that type of, of individual, you know. Not from what we've seen. I mean, right, if we had right. seen anything that indicated that, that would make me feel better. But there was right. nothing that indicated that. And, Again, and if we go on, well, go ahead, Sean, please. No, I was just going to say. So from like the review that said about backpacking. So if we'd seen her doing hiking and backpacking, right, then that would have given us an idea that yes. She has this ability to survive in an environment that doesn't, doesn't seem like you're going to. Right. But we didn't get any of that, so it just seemed like she does luxury travel, and nothing was, you know, otherwise. And, and you know, we could have listeners that say, yeah, but what about Castaway? He didn't know. But, again, Castaway, they had coconuts. And they, so there's food. Right. They, 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 they had the food they, supply. They had, they had streams and water. Right. Uh, right. Here, we're specifically told by CW, there's no coconuts, food type uh, on, the, on the, no animals or food on the island because it's, it's just this random island. That if, you, if you're lucky, she could catch a, a seagull maybe, but that's probably highly unlikely. And and there's no running water. So this isn't castaway. Right, and if she had been without food for as many days as it looked, she would have been weakened to the state where she wouldn't even be walking. So yes. the I can see the water. Like, maybe she found a stream somewhere on there, like, miraculously. But where was she getting her food? <laughs> right. Okay. And, and even then, I, I don't even think she's going to find water because the CJ wouldn't have been that stupid to... Well, you said she's sloppy. Yeah, but 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 she says specifically in that monologue, there's no water on the island, and only the water is that's all around you that you can't drink because it's ocean water. Yeah, so, it makes you, well, you have to assume that it rained or something. Is what it, yeah, yeah it has night. to be rain. It has to be rain. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I can only think it was rain. It was a good. It was a good week to, for it to rain. What did she use yeah. to cold the water? That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is like this is where you have to like really stretch. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And again, it may not matter because a lot of people say, "Yeah," but the point is, is, is an entertaining film. But again, yeah, I'm, of, I'm of the thought that I I'm glad we didn't see her at all because they wanted you to think she was dead. Yeah, that's true. Especially with how they started the movie, yes. you know the. The credits started right after she left the island, and then she becomes the main character. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, this is a horror film, and, you know, the the villain 
you know, there's a chance she's not going to win. So it wasn't, I can't say we all were that surprised, right? That Madison was still alive, right? Because we, unless you I, I, no, I, yeah, I was not it, hugely surprised. No. And the reason I say that is because unless you see the person die in a movie, you can't assume they're dead. Because remember when Stannis, oh yeah, uh, was killed off screen. There was there was like rumors for like uh, literally a whole year and and the whole off season of between the seasons that he could still be alive because we never saw him actually get killed, you know. And here we didn't see the girl die. We just were told that she was going to die, and sure enough, she didn't die because we never saw her, saw the body. We never saw her die, you know. So I would, I, yeah, I, I don't think I was surprised at all when when CW returned and Madison was alive. No, I didn't I go. Was, Holy shit, she's still alive. No, I didn't have. That I was going to say though, I was impressed with her ninja <laughs> skills because she came up pretty quietly without causing any disturbance. She did. Yeah. 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 So, what were those? What were those um, crosses on on the cliff? Those were supposed to be graves. I thought was she was what. Yeah, the was graves for the people she had brought there before. Yeah. But why would she put crosses for people that she killed that she doesn't? I don't know either. <laughs> Let's just be more obvious that I killed some people here. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was pretty stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, again, it's a, it's a, an island that no one really travels to, but still, it's like I mean, some people don't even put put a mark for their pets. You know, why would you put a box for people you don't even care that you kill yourself? You know, it doesn't make any sense. It's just weird. Um, but yeah, that was awesome that Madison got away and, and, and took her out. I was happy about that. I felt bad for Madison, too, because she found finds her, her boyfriend dead. Well, I guess she doesn't have to break up with him anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But but he'll be he'll be have his vengeance because uh, it, on social media you know everybody it, she's gonna be go do the talk shows and say yeah I never that was the CW who posted those things he never beat me that's all BS um, you know, on and on and on because so because, she really makes out of it then because she gets extra celebrity because now she gets to go tell true. her story and the story of her her boyfriend that people didn't know she was going to break up with and she can talk about how much she loved him and how important he was and like spin the whole situation so i mean i'm not saying she would do that but it's just it's i mean the thing right, is right, is right. that right she'll get her 15 minutes of fame for sure yeah that's true below that story right so yeah yeah uh social media influencer that's attractive uh, kidnapped, uh, boyfriend murdered, another social media personality that was attractive murdered, and and she escaped, and and either um, CW dies herself or is arrested and, and eventually executed. That's a, most certainly a story for 15 minutes of fame for sure. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but even if she didn't do that, I, she's the type of person I still think would would do justice and try to say, no, uh, Brian wasn't a scumbag. And the only, only villain here is this evil bitch that, and that literally killed everybody for no reason and stole money and broke up. And, you know, it's just terrible. Uh, anything else anybody want to bring up about the film? Anything? I'm pretty good. I think we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I, I feel that way too. Um, 
All right, so uh, that's pretty much our review and discussion of this film here. Hopefully people were able to follow us well enough. Uh, I don't think we mumbled on too much, did we, about anything? I don't think no, so. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I'm always paranoid sometimes. Um, all right, so uh, we get into uh, what we've been watching or news or anything like that that people wanted to talk about. Uh, let me start with you, Sean. Uh, um, I know you've been watching that new Star Wars show on Ahsoka, yes. Yeah, how's that going, and what's that all about? That's been pretty good. Yeah, it's, so it's basically the series that's following uh, Anakin Skywalker's Padawan, who's not his Padawan anymore. Uh, so it's basically set after Return of the Jedi. So it's, it's I think it's going concurrent with season three of Mandalorian. So for the people who are keeping up with the timeline stuff, there. Um, it's been really good. I like the cast has been really good. I think that it's sad. We talked about it on another uh, podcast about Ray Stevenson passing away earlier this year. And his character, Balin Skull, has been like really one of the best characters in the series so Hell far. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. And it's sad that he's gone. And I will say that the girl who plays Shin Hati is freaking hot and awesome as a baddie. <laughs> so and I think she's actually from Kiev. Um, but anyways, yeah, so the series has been really good. I've enjoyed it. It's It seems that the one thing that uh, Disney's doing right is that the TV series, no matter which one they are, all seem to be better than the last three movies. Yeah. In regards to, to following what the Star Wars feel was and to, you know, I, I know you're trying to bring in new generations and new people into it, but there's still a lot of us that were, like, there as kids for the start of it, right? And so to be able to feel like you're not being pushed out of the fandom and that you can see the stuff that, like, what brought you into the, the fandom to start is nice. And that's what, like, Dave Filoni uh, seems to be really – and John Favreau, too, with uh, there's the Mandalorian stuff – seem to be really big about that. And, like, there's the whole thing when Disney bought – um, Lucas, all this, the Star Wars stuff, right? They were phasing out a lot of the expanded universe, which is all the books and like death legends. And Dave Filoni seems to be bringing back a lot of those legend characters. So it's like acknowledging that the stuff you read and you invested time in actually is something you can still acknowledge. So that's kind of nice. But anyways, the series is really good and I, I really enjoyed it. And I think there's what three episodes left, four episodes left. So. Be interested to see where, just where they take it. So, you know, you know, humorous about what you said there. Um, yeah, the, going back, looking, re, re, revisiting those last three um, movies in the in the quote unquote original nine movie series, they were terrible. <laughs> they were just terrible, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, some of these new these shows. That Disney's been doing are, are way better than than the films. Uh, makes yeah. sense. Makes sense why why they they decided to pull the uh, making new films for a while to try to you know. Well, in the episode pull. last night had um, Anakin in it, and yes. I thought it oh, was you're not a good. To the spoilers. Too bad. There All was right. redemption. <laughs> there was. Re- I'm not saying Howie was in it, but there's redemption in that for the actor, in my opinion, because I think yes. he's a good actor. It just was the script that sucked and the direction that sucked. Yes. So, because of the same thing you'd say, Natalie Portman's not a terrible actress. 
Right. But she was not given wow. very much to work with in the original. She wasn't episode. given much to work with, but I also felt like she didn't care that she was in the movie. So that's my problem with her. Well, anyways. maybe that as well. But um, <laughs> but I would say, like, when you look at the run that they've done with Mandalorian, the only one that's been kind of been, like, the lesser out of them so far would probably be the Book of Boba Fett. Absolutely. Because it, didn't, it did not live up to what was expected or hoped for. And the best part of this that series was the two episodes with Mandalorian. So, um, but I mean, all the other series, the Ob- Obi-Wan series was great. Uh, the Andor series was phenomenal. And like, I've, I'm enjoying the Ahsoka series and it's nice for the people who spent time watching Rebels be, or even some of the Clone Wars animated series because there's, they really tie them together. So you don't get a feel again where it's like you're watching one thing and then it goes to a different medium so they don't, they're not acknowledged. Like this one, they tie in. There's so many little Easter eggs and stuff for people who watched Rebels that makes it pay the payoff even better. And you've got to have an attention to detail to do that. But then it teaches and treat, like, you know, teaches your fans or whatever to put that extra time in, right? Because you get rewarded for it. Or at least that's what I think. So, right, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, let's see, what else uh, have you been watching, Sean, that you wanted to mention to your listeners? Mm, not not much else right now. Just waiting for new stuff to come oh, up. I guess. What, what What about that Marvel show? Because um, you never really gave us your review on that. The one with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, the uh, Secret Invasion. Uh, this is the one thing I think that some of the Marvel TV series or the streaming series series have had is that they have lots of build up. The pacing isn't great, and in the in the last episode, everything is just jumbled together. And that's kind of how it felt. Was like it started out pretty good, really good, and it had lots of places to go. And in the last episode, it just felt like it was like really jumbled together. And like again, it's it's that thing I think we talked about before, where it's like for whatever reason, they're like all our series are going to be six episodes. But you know what? Some some stories need more than six episodes. And so true. And when put, when you're putting yourself in a situation where you only have six episodes, um, unless your pacing is absolutely on par, amazing, you're going to screw up because there's no way that you can be able to, if you, especially if you start strong, be able to keep it strong when you have this inability to be able to tell the full story in six episodes. Like, I think for that series, it should have had 10 episodes to properly fill it out. It could have had 10 episodes and it it didn't. And I think it was hurt by that. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson was enjoyable in his role. I mean, it was fun to see him back again. Um, they also ended up creating a super overpowered character, so I don't know how that's going to be wrapped up down the road. Yeah. But I feel like um, that that is, at least as far as Disney, and maybe this is even bigger problem. I feel like they are restricting themselves to the episodes before they've yes. decided on what the story is going to be, and then they so, find out after the fact it's too late. Right, and then they cut out a lot a lot of stuff, and the story sucks because of it. Yes. They need to start looking at how big is this story and how many episodes is it really going to take to make it. Um, otherwise, they're going to keep having crappy shows or hurt shows that could have been really good 
Because this is where we get into the issue of the Game of Thrones stuff, the original Game of Thrones, right, where there's the argument as to what the studio and George R. R. Martin want for the series, what the showrunners want, which is basically they wanted to end at season five. And so then the rest of the seasons, the pacing is way off because they're not as invested anymore because they're just trying to get through it. And and meanwhile, you have HBO and them wanting to have more episodes and wanting to have more seasons because you're, there's so much of the story that still has to be done. And again, you get into a situation where, you know, you have – it takes a whole season for someone to travel. And then in season seven and eight or whatever, everyone's just like teleporting everywhere. Which, I mean, if they've all opened up portals everywhere, then that's great. But, I mean, it just it, – it's <laughs> – it's stuff that you notice, and you can't just like, oh, well, I'll just let, wish that away, or I'll just talk that away. Like, it becomes to the point where it's so noticeable, it's jarring. Indeed. Uh, anything else that you wanted to bring up? Oh, I'm Sorry. good on my end. All right. What about you, uh, Barrett? What have you been watching? Anything of note that that's genre-related or, or video games or whatever? Well, Ahsoka, of course. Um I finished Diablo 4 Season 1. I reached level 100, um, and it was painful getting there. The last three levels felt so painful. Um, I'm glad I'm done now. I, I have been playing around with a Barbarian just to see what I think of them, uh, to see what I might play next season. Um, they seem fairly fun. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, if they don't make some changes, though, I don't know how many seasons I'll get in this game. They just, I, I feel like there's some uh, disconnect between what they want to make for money and what people want to see in a game that should be kind of a solo game where you could play it by yourself. So, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. But, um, Is it like the EEA best where they like just nickel and dime to the point that people just get pissed off and just don't support it anymore, and then you lose well, all divisions? So all the Diablos before this one, you had seasons, you didn't pay for seasons, and there were there were no real external things to pay for except for expansions, which I'm okay, fine yeah. with that. You know, it's yeah, a game I, fine, yeah. I don't have... I, you had to get online with that one as well, but you weren't, you know... It's just an internet connection was required, but you didn't have to pay extra. But with Diablo 4, they're talking about having an expansion every year. They're talking about a battle pass every month, which is 15 bucks, And that's a lot of money for something that's a half-assed RPG. It's just an actioner, and it's not... I, I, don't, I don't feel like what they're asking for people to pay in this game is reasonable. And all of the best-looking... Um, like, you can get a horse, and then you can get armor you can put on it. That's all just visual stuff, but they've got all this stuff in this shop to buy the best-looking stuff, and then you can't get the best-looking stuff through through the seasonal stuff. Whereas you used to be able to do that in Diablo 3. There was no paid, you know, image stuff. So, I don't know. It's, it's disappointing. Um, I had a lot of fun getting to 100, mostly, <laughs> aside from the time commitment. Um, but it could be a lot better, and it's just microtransactions are going to kill video gaming, in my opinion. It's a shame. Yeah. 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 Anything else, Barrett? No, nah, that's pretty much it right now. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. For me, uh, 
Uh, I, I restarted. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I have one thing. I saw The Nun 2. Oh, okay. Explain. Um, so it's the follow-up to The Nun. It's in the Conjuring universe. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was fairly good. Uh, you know, it's not the top movie of the year or anything, but it, it was serviceable as a horror movie. Uh, it leans into the jump scares a little too much. And, um, but I really like the demonic nun idea. So that really, I love that. So I, I enjoyed that part of it. And, uh, it's worth seeing once, I think. All right. Sounds good. Um, yeah, for me, uh, I started Silent Hill 2, um, the, the remastered version that came out like a few years ago and I never bothered buying it because I had already played it uh, way back. Uh, so I just started that. Um, but I did buy Bioshock. Um, there's three games and it was only $9.99. Um, One game. On Xbox. Yeah, I never played any of them and I don't even know anything about them. But I know there's a movie coming out. So I said, yeah. you know what? You know what? I should probably, and we'll probably do an episode on it. So I said, I'll probably try one of the games. Uh, and, and they had this really good deal where it's like nine ninety nine for all three of the games. So I, I bought that. So I'll take a look at those shortly, too. I may, I may switch to that um, and go back and forth between Silent Hill and um, Bioshock when I'm not interested in playing, like, uh, other games like, like Diablo. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'll be curious because, uh, again, uh, it's one of those franchises I've heard so many good things about, but literally I, I, I'm going in blind. I, I just know. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I think I will as well. Um, so I'll, I'll check those out. And, uh, yeah, and that's about it. Otherwise, I've been working and doing stuff with the family and uh, listen to my news podcast, and that's about it. Um, all right, so that's pretty much our, our what we've been watching and playing and whatnot. So we'll go into our final review in this film. But before we do, uh, um, uh, Sean, me, you, Kevin Letts, and Barrett do a new, pot, new podcast on a, a television series. What's that all about? What's it called? Uh, we are doing a review of Boa Hancock in the One Piece. I believe it's the title. I could be incorrect. That's Based right. on the One Piece live action series on Netflix, which is based on the One Piece, is it manga or anime? Uh, both. Both? Okay. So anyways, it's based both on that, and that's, you've been saying it's got 20 years that it's been going? Sure has, yeah. So, anyways, we're watching that series on Netflix. We've gone through the first two episodes. I think we all absolutely enjoyed the first two episodes and are really enjoying the series so far. And the character of Monkey being one of our favorites, I think, as we can all agree as well. So I would say if you haven't had a chance yet, check out One Piece and uh, check out the podcast and have some chuckles listening to us. I would say it's my favorite show that we have followed and reviewed. Well, that's, so that's saying something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's... Uh yeah, I mean, that's just saying a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's definitely better than um, <laughs> a lot of the, like, like, it's better than The Stand. That was terrible. The Halo show was, was so-so. Uh, the Discovery of Witches was pretty good, but the last season was kind of, not, not you know, had had its issues. Um, the 
that 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 steampunk show. That one was was just plain awful. I can't even remember the the one that Josh we we didn't get fired from. Um, and then we did uh, the House of the Dragon, and and that's a good show. But but I, I just can't stand the characters. Just, the characters are not likable, right? No, I, I just can't stand them. And then uh, Game of Thrones was awesome, and Westworld that completely collapsed, fell apart. Um, yeah, um, you did the American Gods, which also fell apart. Oh, that was terrible. Uh, the Undoing was good, but that was a miniseries. Um, that was really good. Um, and uh, what, what was the one with the, the zombies we had this this year? That that one sucked too. Oh no! Well, we did do Black Summer, and that's up there. No, too. no, that's that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's... I'm, I'm talking about the zombie one that's based off the video game. Uh, oh. Last of Us, Last of Us, Last of Us. Yeah, oh, right. yeah, yeah. That, that show, that show, kind of stunk. I didn't know what you were talking about because there's no zombies in the show. <laughs> that's, exactly, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. why I thought of Black yeah. Summer first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so you may be right. One Piece. Uh, uh, shut up, Terry. Um, One Piece is yeah, could be be one of the the tops for sure. Yeah. It's already way up there, and I didn't do some of those that you listed, so for me, it's higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, and Ozark was great, but we only did that as an as an episode. That wasn't a uh, that wasn't you know per per episode, but as in watching the show. And the She Hulk yeah. didn't live up to the expectations. Oh, jeez, that was no. that was mm-hmm. a ma- major disappointment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So one piece, really good. Um, and Barrett, speaking of uh, other podcasts that we do, the one that uh, you first did with us at the very beginning when you joined the network, and and you're one of the uh, regular co-hosts, uh, permanent co-hosts. What, what's that episode or podcast all about? Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Uh, it is a genre um, review podcast. We review pretty much anything, a lot of stuff that doesn't hit dark discussions because – some of our members of Dark Discussions are not as open to seeing some things. Um, they want it to fit into a certain mold, so it'll hit Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Uh, we also do, like, books. We do re- um, interviews with writers. We do interviews with directors, actors. You name it, we do it on there. Um, recently, we just did um, The Suicide Squad. And we're going to be doing Peacemaker. I'm not sure when, but that's coming up next. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Um, so that's uh, the other podcast we do um, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, that's that's some of the stuff that you can follow as well. All right, so let's give our final thoughts on this uh, podcast episode here on the movie Influencer. Uh, so let's start with you, Sean. Uh, so it's it's not a bad movie. But it certainly has its weaknesses. Uh, I think the cast for what they do was fine. Uh, cinematography is really well or really well done. Um, it's just a matter of just how much of the logicals can you go through without it affecting the actual overall arc. So I think this could have been a lot better, but it's certainly not the worst thing I've seen in a long time. So I think that's I'm probably pretty in, in the middle with it. All right, sounds good. Um, all right, let's go with uh, you, Barrett. What do you got? Yeah, I generally like this. I think there's some flaws, and like Sean said, it it those flaws keep it from from being top of the game to just kind of mid tier uh, for me. 
and it sounds like Sean too. So, um, yeah, it, it's a decent watch. It's better than a lot of things that I've seen this year. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, still could, it still could make the top twenty, if not. Oh, uh, easily, it could yeah. easily make the top twenty because you know yeah. there's a lot of films that just definitely are not going to hit the top twenty. <laughs> I don't care if I have twenty or not. There are some films this year that won't go in the top 20, even if I don't have 20. So that's just a fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, there's, there's some um, bad bad films uh, that we saw this year, for sure, probably more than any other before, you know, that we've ever, any year that we've done. There's been two that have been arguably two of the worst films we ever reviewed. Yes, I would, I would concur. Yeah, yeah. So, um, very good. So, uh, for me, yeah, this film, I'm, I'm pretty much right where Sean and, and Barrett are. Um, it was fun, fun, entertaining. Definitely would, would recommend it to people to watch it. Uh, it's not one of those ones that I would say, nah, I would skip it. Um, but, but it isn't a great film, but it is a good film. Um, so just, you know, be prepared. Uh, has some really good aspects of it, though there will be some flaws that you folks may notice as we did. So, um, uh, just be warned. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, it was a solid enough film and could be, you know, uh, you know, 15th through 20th in, in the top 20 horror films of, of, of this year, depending on how everything falls, uh, when we get to December 31st. Um, all right. So that's it. So once again, Influencer, uh, it, it was, uh, uh, screened. In 2012, I mean, not 2012, 2022, uh, but was released everywhere uh, in May of 2023, uh, specifically Shutter, and then went to VOD and whatnot. Uh, you can get it uh, at any of those places. Um, the movie has been getting decent reviews uh, by critics, um, and uh, it was directed by Curtis David Harder. Uh, Tesh Gudikonda, as well as Curtis, co-wrote the film, and the film stars the following four, Emily Tennant, Cassandra Nod, Rory uh, J. Saper, and Sarah Canning. Um, so that's it. Uh, so uh, thanks for listening. So uh, let's get into our final. So, Barrett, why don't you lead us out? Thanks again for joining us as we reviewed The Influencer, um, or Influencer, uh, no, the. Uh, join us next week when we have something completely different.